Welcome back to another episode of You Better Ask Somebody Podcast. This is your host, Glow, and I hope you guys have been great since the last episode, which was on Monday. So I need you guys to explain to me why the whole week you guys have been asking me, when are you dropping the next episode? When are you dropping the next episode? Bruh, you guys gaslit me into thinking that I didn't drop an episode this week. And, you know, when I started this series, I had told you guys that, oh, I'm trying to be consistent with everything that I'm doing in my life now. Because what? Consistency consistency, and discipline are the two things that will lead you to succeed in life. So I've been trying not to fall short on anything. So I'm going to finish off for a second. I thought I fell short on the podcast. I was like, damn, I'm doing other things and I'm forgetting about other things. No, no, babe. But guys, I think I spoiled you guys that week when I dropped um, two episodes in a week. I think I dropped like on Tuesday and on Thursday. And now, listen, some, some weeks I have shit to say. And then some weeks I just don't have that much to say. Some weeks are one episode weeks and some weeks are going to be two episode weeks. But then now I've realized I cannot tell you guys that I'm going to do two episodes because the one thing about you guys, you will hold me to it. Listen, I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. You can't hold me accountable for everything. Like, can I live? Can I live? But anyway, how have you guys been? I've had a pretty I've had a pretty good week. I've had a pretty great week actually. And I'm ending it off today with going to see the homies. Um, but before I go see the homies, I decided to record a podcast episode just in case, just in case I'm not in a space to, you know, just, <laughs> you never know. With the homies, you never know. So anyway, I decided to record a podcast episode before I leave the house and, you know, go meet those bastards and fatherless kids and hang out and just have a good time. I always feel like it's such a great time whenever I go to see my homies because it's like, a break i need to unwind you just unatuli at like it's a distraction and sometimes as much as we normally say oh distractions because like are you actually healing or are you going through a distraction distraction whatever sometimes i think a distraction is good and i feel like that's what homies are for like you know just that distraction from reality just a great time a good time so yeah yeah, that's what I'm about to do. I had a really, I had a really shitty day yesterday. Today was Friday. Today's Saturday. Yesterday was Friday. Friday, I had a really horrible day. Well, the beginning of my day. Well, I feel like the beginning of the day sets off the mood for the whole day. So yesterday was Friday. Um, I was going to first. I was going to a meeting. It was for some event thingy that was happening. That's happening today actually, and. I went for that meeting. It's also, it's, uh, 
ni Westlands, yeah, so it's a Westlands. And before that, I, when I left the house, and after I was going to a, a client, a hair client. So on my way, I didn't realize I usually have like a guy who sells shirts. He's like five, maybe five, eight minutes from my house. He sells shirts. You know, these are two stalls that, he his his store kind of looks like the same store that I normally buy my shots from in Langata actually and kind of roughly to the same so I didn't know I didn't know he was there I don't know because today actually as of today in the morning when I went to the supermarket he was closed I think sometimes he just closes for a really long plus also he's a young guy maybe maybe he doesn't consistently open because yesterday was the first time I noticed him so I went and asked him. He had a Yeezy shirt. That shirt he had put it outside, and that's the shirt that um, took me there. So then I went to see it, <clears throat> and I went to ask him how much it was, and he told. So when I got there, he told me it was um, fifteen hundred. I parked. I parked like on the side of the road, and I went to ask him, and he told me it was fifteen hundred. And I was like, that's a bit absurd, <laughs> you know. It's it was a Yeezy shirt. Okay, yeah, it was a Yeezy shirt, but the you know how when you touch a uh hey wait, wait you don't need butcher here word when you touch a shirt yeah when you touch a shirt you can tell the quality of the shirt you know how how long a shirt is going to last by just when you touch it you'll just know you just know because uh, you you'll know the difference of a good shirt and a normal shirt and then a shirt that will just arribika after two washes now the shots that I buy from the Langata guy are usually good quality shots. Like these shots last me forever. And I usually use a washer. So I need good quality shots when I'm buying a shot. But his shots don't even pita five hundred okay. Yeah, some some of his shots, the ones that he'll that are not mtumba that he gets, you know, whatever, probably cost a bit more. Naki and maybe a thousand, right? And he has really great shots. You know, he doesn't have any mid-shirt. Like, all his shirts are good quality shirts. Even if you buy the ones for 500 bob, they're still good quality shirts. They're not going to, like, get spoiled and stuff like that. That's why I really appreciate him. So then this guy's shirt is just, eh, And he tells me 1500 I was like, yeah, you know, I could just wait for the day that um, my shirt guy will have a easy shirt. Because I usually tell him the shirts that I want. Like, I'll tell him what I want, and he'll DM me, and he'll tell me, oh, these shirts came in, these ones came in. I'm waiting for the day he tells me that Chris Brown one came in. But anyway, so, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I went and asked him the price of the shirt. And he said 1500 I was like, that's very unrealistic. But I didn't say that to him. Because I usually don't understand that thing of also going to someone's business. And then you tell them, hey, you're expensive. Where's the Omeji letter? <laughs> don't say that. You could think it and you can go away with the thought. You don't, you don't really have to, you know, purchase there or get the service from there. If you feel like it's too expensive, you also don't have to air it out. You can just leave. So I, I left. Tell me why. When I turn around, walk into my car, this man starts screaming and yelling about how I have a big bunda. Bruh. Listen, I know I have a big bunda. Why are you? Huh? So now, at that point, I felt so uncomfortable. I didn't even look back. Have you ever just walked? <laughs> Let's keep it. I'm gonna do the kadash, the little kadash, bruh. I went straight to that. I didn't want to look back, I didn't want to know what attention he had attracted or whatever. I just went straight to the car, and I felt so bad because I don't know. I don't, bruh, 
if you know me, for one, I'm always, always wearing baggy clothes. For one, I know, um, I know certain clothes that if I wore would attract horrible attention. That's for one. And for the longest time, well, at some point, I used to feel bad about it because, um, from my, my previous friendship, I used to be friends, you know how, like, when you have guy friends, guy friends always expect you to be in, you know, in the bad bitch genre and all those type of things. So, my previous friendship, which was not great, um, my friends would point out things like, oh, you know, why are you always in baggy clothes, da-da-da, you should wear this because you'd look nice in this, da-da-da-da-da. And I used to find myself consistently buying, like, I'd buy stuff, yes, Yes, I do love the bad bitch aesthetic. I love it. I absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong. It's just that there's a time and a place and I wouldn't wear it every day. Because I know that the attention that comes with it. So, they would always be like, oh, you know, you you need to wear this, you need to wear that, and you need to wear that. But then at the end of the day, I don't think people normally understand the attention, the unwanted attention that comes with certain clothes and in all honesty i feel like it's not even that i feel like i usually just feel comfortable in a baggy shirt baggy pants in sneakers because you know sneaker aesthetic is mine like that's that's what i like and that just reminded it just reminded me of like a lot of things and reminded me to how i even got to the comfort of wearing baggy clothes like bruh I used to feel so conflicted, like, when I was a bit younger. I used to feel so conflicted because I was like, oh, you know, if I wear baggy clothes and I wouldn't look nice, da, 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 and all that shit. But then I realized, no, I actually do enjoy being in baggy clothes because, for one, I do not, I absolutely never walk into anywhere hoping to be the center of attention. But if you know me, you know I'm the shyest person in the world. I'm the shyest, I'm the shyest person in the world. I do the least like, I do not want to be noticed when I walk into a room. That's for one. Because then, then it'll lead up to people talking to me. And and then now probably you're going to think I'm a bitch. Because I don't like to... You know, I'm, I'm going to be nervous. And probably I just don't want to talk. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember how I used to be very conflicted in what to wear growing up. Because I used to... I really enjoyed the baggy clothes aesthetic. I really enjoyed just wearing a baggy shirt and you know cargo pants and a pair of nikes and i feel like i I look good in that like i feel like i look good in that but then the thing is you know when i was growing up my friends would be like oh you know you need to wear this and that and that and that it just looks better because why are you looking like a little boy i'm like "Ah, what do you mean i look like a little boy (laughs) what do you mean by that anyway so it was a very conflicting time for me but then I go through situations like these and then I realize, bruh, mind you, mind you, I was actually wearing sweats. It's just that the top I was wearing was a crop top. So I guess that's why, you know, the, the body was bodying. <laughs> I can't control it. I can't control it and I can't help it. But yeah, so I don't know. And then there were so many times as well as we used to hang out, like we'd hang out as a group and we'd go places and you know i'd be all dressed up especially i feel like when you have guy friends you feel way more comfortable to dress up because you're like okay nothing can happen you know like you feel safe you feel like okay i have my big bros around like you you just feel safe but then there are times we would go somewhere and someone would try and you know the cat calling and everything da, da, da. and then if you ignore it 
you get insulted someone would be like oh she's a bitch now my homies would hear that well my homies at the time they'd hear that and they'd want to start fighting these people and i'm like you see if i just wore what i wanted to wear we would not be in these situations we would not be in these i don't know you could i don't know it just ruined my mood yesterday and i felt so so like i felt so self-conscious and then the worst thing is i didn't have a sweater because bruh it's so hot like what do you what do you want me to do huh huh sway since you are the answers what do you want me to do but anyway i feel like it just ruined my mood for the day like literally i finished my meeting i was running into the car i finished doing this i'm just running to the car i'm like bruh i just don't want to be seen i don't want to be seen i want to be in hidden anyway 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 so i decided to do this episode in regard of the last episode that i did because i've been seeing the things that you guys have been saying i see all the i see all the what do you call it all the responses on the spotify q and a thing and i don't i don't necessarily post all of them up because okay although some of them are very funny like you see the way you guys took out of context of on the episode I said what did I say on that I said um what did I say on the previous episode I was giving you guys a story time and I said I I don't know how to say it but I said I wasn't over my ex because I wouldn't want to hear about what they're doing and all that shit because I know it would trigger me. Now listen, you guys took that out of context. I did not say I want to get back with that man. I did not say I miss my ex. I didn't say da da da. I just said I still feel like I'm not completely healed and there's a point where if anything, I know stuff about him would 100% trigger me. Would I go back? No. Am I caught up? Mm, no. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I can basically say I'm in my, uh, I'm still in my, what, healing from a romantic relationship era since Kilakitina Konga something era. Yeah, I'm healing from a romantic relationship era. That's, you know, sometimes I don't even post all the, I don't post all the Q&A response. I don't, I publish, I don't publish all of them on the nini. Because you see now, when someone says something like, oh, Glow misses her ex, you guys are going, to, especially if it's something that you're reading. Do you know when someone is reading something, that's a message that they take. That's a message that's going to be engraved in their mind. So they're going to be listening to my episode and that's going to be their take from my episode. And in fact, I said so much of that episode, not just that. That's why I didn't, um, publish some of those responses that's why i don't publish all of the responses yeah i might find them funny and laugh on the side it's just that i don't want someone to think that that's that's what the episode is about but anyway now let's talk about it let's talk about that how do you guys move on from like romantic relationships um like what steps do you take when you're moving on or do you just hop from one relationship to another i usually find people who hop from one relationship to another very it's either you're very strong or like you know you could be so traumatized and so hot that you don't even know that you're actually traumatized and hot until you sit down and talk about it or you sit down and reflect on it because I've seen people who move from one relationship to another. Like, it doesn't even take a week. And then, also, why are you finding these people that you're just jumping from one relationship to another from? Like, these, they were just there. They were just there waiting <laughs> for the relationship to... I mean, 
and then you also like that many people i feel like i meet people and i don't really necessarily like that many people like i'll meet you and i'll talk to you but then it's like mm, eh, i don't know eh. you know i've never ever been in a situation where i've met i think four people in a row who i would just date Yes, maybe, you know, maybe casual hookup. You you could tell me that because you could physically be attracted to someone to just want to sleep with them. That one is normal. That one is normal. That one happens day to day, every day. I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's just those people who, it's just that. But to date, to be in a relationship, I want you in my life. For real. Chau kwelo. Okay, anyway. Yes. Who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Maybe I'm the maybe I'm the weird one. You know, maybe I'm the weird one. Cause why can't I move on from one relationship to another? You know, if someone says it like that. <laughs> but I feel like I've been taking it very slow, um, especially considering this is my first time I've been single in a very long time. My first relationship ended like at twenty in twenty eighteen, end of twenty eighteen. Um, then I you know started dating someone else in 2019 that one ended like early 2020 early 2020 and the whole of 2020 i was single the whole of 2020 i was single i was bruh i feel like 2020 was a really bad year for me 2020 was a bad year i didn't even realize it was a bad year until i ended up crashing now this all this realization and reflection came from my last relationship that one, I would just say it came from my last relationship because I feel like after my last relationship, I put in so much to getting to know why I was in such a bad place. I feel like 2020 it was a year when I was about, I was about to graduate. I graduated 2021, July, July 2021. Um, so 2020, I was like my final year. I was doing my last, last classes. I didn't even know the course that I was doing. I didn't even know if I... <laughs> have you ever not known... If this is a course you should take no in your final year. Do you know how crazy that is? I was in my final year. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Is this even what I really want? And I always had that conflict throughout, actually. Because I told you guys, I think I, I dropped out. Well, I dropped out in 20, quote unquote, I dropped out in 2018. And I lied that I had taken a gap year. So my mom was just, she just knew I had taken a gap year. But I didn't want to go back to school. And the only reason I went back to school was because, you know, my homies were in school. And I felt like, bruh, I'm like the loser friend. Like, me, we do not drop out. But it just says it's so common. Kill them time I drop out. Like, I wish it was now time. Maybe, maybe things would have been a little bit different. But I went back to school because of the pressure. And because I didn't want to, you know, look like a bozo and a dumbass. And then afterwards, my friends end up having a breakdown and everyone talks about how they were struggling in school and i was like so i wasn't alone this whole time but anyway so i feel like 2020 was bad in that aspect like i didn't know what i wanted from life i didn't know anything that i wanted from life and then also i feel like just mentally i wasn't in a good place i didn't i didn't even know until i went to therapy i actually did not know a lot of things that happened in my life were actually weighing me down they were you know they had me very conflicted they just had me in they had me in a chokehold for real so i feel like 2020 was just a horrible year like literally i was just how should i say it i was just going through the motions i was just going through the vibes like i was not in a good place i was not in a good place and um right now i feel like i've just 
what I've taken the time to getting to know myself, getting to know what I want, um, getting to know my feelings, getting to understand myself. And that's what being single has done for me. Um, I feel like, I don't know, it's also made me very selective with the things that I do. So, I don't know. There's something about, you know, staying single that just increases your standards. Like, you have got you get to know yourself a bit too much. And you get to understand what you want and what you don't want and stuff like that. Um, when I say my previous relationship is a re- is a reason that I've had this whole reflection and everything. I mean, it's not entirely the reason. It's just that... When I went through my my last uh, relationship, which ended in 2022, end of 2022, yeah, yeah, end of 2022, um, we met, we actually met um, 2020. We met 2020 when I was, you know, when I was just going through, when I was going through the motions. 2020 is when I also got into, you know, heavily drinking things that I was just not doing before. Things that were just not me because, you know, I needed to find a way to cope with reality. And that's, you know, how a couple of things happened. I think I said this on a previous episode, the episode for my first L when I was talking about how, you know, that's when I started um, drinking heavily, you know, I want to heavily add the blackouts and stuff like that. And blackouts don't necessarily mean that you've slept. It's just that I would have some blanks, like my memory would be completely fucked. So, yeah. So we met at that point. We met in 2020. Um, mind you, I'm still also going through, I was still also going through the heart for my previous relationship and stuff like that. And that was a time for the pandemic when, you know, those house parties and everything, and you just be kicking it with your homies at an Airbnb and stuff like that. So me and my ex met a couple of times at lifts, <laughs> going to parties, like everyone was going to their own party, like, yeah, so we'd meet at the lift, and a couple of times, well, the first time I met him, he was with his homie, and he was super intoxicated, I don't even think, I just dream, anyway, so his homie was on who invited me to go with them, and I was like, nah, because I don't know these niggas, you know, you can't just be going with people just because you've seen them on the internet somewhere, that's how you get kidnapped, I don't know how people do, I don't know how you meet people of how people meet people off the internet like it's crazy speaking of meeting people off the internet anyway so let's just like you pay attention let's you pay attention but whoever whoever is making fake accounts on tinder and bumble stop it because ain't no way Ain't no way ain't no way it's always someone who's close to you and i know it's one of your motherfuckers anyway so yeah, so the first time we met, his homies on invited me, and I was like, nah, nah. So the second time we met, the first time we met was like, I don't know if you guys know West Point, West Point, the one that at Karibuna Strath, I think. Yeah, Madaraka sites, those sites. And then the next time we met, we met at Purple Haze, and he was like, I know you, I know you. I'm like, no, you don't. But I remember him from that time. Anyway, one thing led to another. Eventually, we ended up meeting around what it was like 20 well one time in the lift at purple he's actually we exchanged numbers he just never called me he never called me and i also didn't have his number to text him or be like hey da, da. but anyway i don't be texting first either way if you want to say that's why you're single that's why nobody wants you fine say it but anyway 
so we exchanged well he i gave him my number but he never reached out to me until sometime in 2021 around march yeah there's something that i was doing there's a project i was doing with someone and this someone was their friend it was a music video and this person was their friend so then he saw me in the background of some people's videos and one thing led to another we ended up you know meeting up after that after the video that we were doing that day and that's how we got into a relationship and the relationship i felt well in my head i thought the relationship was great like i had no problem with it he was uh, you know i would want to say he was a good guy because it was good when it was good it's just that the end of the relationship was so horrible has has someone ever been so good to you and then when they do you dirty you don't even believe it like you don't even believe that's what could happen like we were so great you were such a great person and not at just to me alone even to other people he's just a great person like he's just nice until now when it ended and you know i mean the reason it ended i can't see on the podcast but when it ended and when i saw how oh you could be this cold and whatever i was i was shocked i was really shocked but anyway <clears throat> so the breakup was so bad it had me reflecting on the things i allowed and when it ended bro when it ended i was in the mud i was in the mud and i feel like it ended so horribly but in my head i was still willing to fix the relationship that's why i should have known i had a problem but i didn't even clock that i had a problem there it ended horribly and well the first time it ended the first time it ended this was like 20 2021 when it ended like around after his birthday i found out on the internet that he had cheated on me i found out on instagram actually so he well he was with some other girl and apparently me and this girl's friend were following each other you know those people you go to their profile you're like when did we even start following each other and how but anyway so i went to her profile and you know no no i saw like literally that night what we used to technically we used to kind of like stay together because i used to crash at his house like i'd crash at his house for like a whole week that time i was still doing my classes online so whenever he would need the car to um i don't want to say uh, how do i say whenever he needed the car to do what he needed to do (laughs) during the day i would let him have my car because i used to just be in the house anyway and all i needed was his wi-fi and my laptop so I'd be kicking it in the house and he'd be going about his day doing whatever he needed to do and he would come back home. You know, come back home to a home cooked meal. What who the hell did I think I was? A wife? I was crazy. I was crazy. I was crazy. I was crazy. You know how people normally say, Oh, niggas meet the love of their life once and then never again. That's me. That's where I am right now. I'm never doing that shit ever again. Let me tell you, I'll do it for myself. Never find a man. Never again. So so then this night he had gone this day he had gone somewhere and i remember i even called him i called him and asked him oh you know what do you want me to cook and stuff like that for when you get back home now this day he took he took like really long coming back home like like he came back home really late i think i called him once and then he told me he was doing something then i was like oh okay then it got to it got to like around maybe 10 and then I called him and he didn't answer. And I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe he's working. Delulu me. I was like, maybe he's working and whatever. So I was like, 
and one thing another thing about me bruh, giving a nigga two missed calls that's needy it's giving desperate it's giving no it's giving you're begging babe you're begging him to pick your call calling him twice you must be crazy so i don't call a nigga twice like if you would i also have this thing where if the phone rings a bit too long like three rings are you crazy is me call is your girl calling three rings Ah, it's too much. It's too much. Also, I usually feel like I'm just disturbing someone, so I don't, I don't overdo it. Like if you didn't pick up or if you don't call me back, you're in my back, I guess. Cause simuni ako kwani. So um, he came back like let's say around midnight, and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's like it's cool. It's it's not a big deal. Ain't nothing but a, ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. So he comes back. He asks me if there's food. I'm like, yeah, you could go warm it. I put it in a plate and I covered it with foil, whatever. So he eats. And one thing about this nigga, he is he. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I should say is was. He was the sweetest guy ever because he comes home and he's eating and he would give me a kiss on the cheek and be like you know thank you for making dinner and i'd feel so appreciated i feel like those small things is just to make me feel this is great this is nice (laughs) this is this is warm this is cozy so then um we go to sleep and everything in the morning i wake up before him of course because he came back home super late and everything so you know how when you wake up you just I don't know when you just have nothing to do, you just start scrolling socials because you're just there. So I'm scrolling IG. Tell me why I see him holding on to another girl. Listen, I know you're going to tell me, Glow, it's just a picture, it's never that deep. I thought so too until I scrolled to the next one and she was like kissing on his cheek. So then I go to the girl's profile. Now, the girl who posted was the girl's friend. The girl in the picture's friend, right? And she's posted it and she's captioned it Love Buds. Now the second one. I was like, This bird right here next to me, this trip trip right here next to me. Is someone else's trip trip? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Cause are you my baby? Or did you find another baby? Bruh. So at this point Nima Katu. Like, you know, I also don't have those majamas of waking someone up like a tiwewe. <laughs> Mind you, I'm also in his house. So, you can't really be disrespectful in someone's house. Like, if it was my house, I'd have been like, um... Nigaza kuchapko maskeya kutuwa Now I'm joking. But anyway, so there's somebody this thing, I don't know. I feel like whenever you're laying in bed with someone and they're not comfortable or they're upset or whatever, I feel like the other person can feel it. I don't know if you guys have... I've laid in bed with someone who was pissing at me and I woke up because I felt it. I was like, oh, damn. Did I, did I upset you? So anyway, so he woke up and he was like, mm, are you good? Whatever. Bruh. So I just showed him the phone. I showed him the phone. I was like, then he's like, oh, I don't know who she is. She's probably a fan. I'm like, oh, okay, a fan. So I'm like, one of us even made for of lovebirds, and he he stuck to his story. I respect it. I respect you know deny deny deny. I respect it. One thing, one thing about people who deny deny because with a straight face, I respect it because yano mamo utakuwa faced. The story I'm telling you is a story, and I'm sticking by it. I respect it. So, 
then at this point i'm like you know for one i usually i am not the type of person to argue i don't like to argue because i usually feel like for me arguing is pointless even when i want to get my point across i'll start crying i'm the weakest link my bro i'm the weakest link i will start crying like i'll start crying and automatically you win like i'm not going to go far with it so i didn't i didn't like push it any further i was like okay if you say so but i know what i'm seeing and everything so i you know that one sometimes you have to get a sick word in so i'm like so that's what you'll be doing with my car carrying bitches huh that's what you'll be doing and then he was like bruh why you tripping is in the morning today i was like yeah, yeah yeah cool cool so i pack i get up and i start packing like the few clothes that i had there because i was like there's no discussion like you know it's over it's over when someone cheats on i feel like when someone cheats on you it's just it's over and i know you guys are about to ask me but glow where did the cheating come in this and that was enough evidence for me it was enough evidence for me so i'm not going to go into detail to what happened in between it was just it was really messy and it was messy and you know i got home I got home when I got home. He tried to follow me home. He tried to cause a whole scene. A whole scene happened in front of my uh, my home gate and everything. And then I got to the house. This is now after the scene is done. Bruh. So I got into the house. Um, When I got into the house, have you ever argued with someone and you feel like this argument was so serious because you've never had that type of argument and you know it's over? I felt like at that point... I broke and I just started crying because I was like, right, it's over. It's done. Like the argument for real, for real. So then I started texting him. I started texting him and I started saying, I'm sorry. You know, I'm begging him now. At this point, I'm begging. Oh my God. When I remember those things, I feel like dying. So I'm begging and I'm apologizing. I'm like, bruh, I don't think I, I don't want this. No, I didn't even say I don't think. I said, I don't want this to end. Like, you know, we can fix it. We can work, you know, da, 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 da. We can fix it. I can make it work, babe. That's not what I meant. Jokey so jokes. Jokes, jokes, jokes. You know. And I feel like at that point I should have seen at that point I should have seen it. Because for one, I feel like in this relationship I was really happy. And the thing is, my happiness depended on him. I wasn't genuinely happy. Because if we're being realistic, I was going through things. Like you see, I told you guys I was shipping about school, I was shipping about life, like, you know, like, what's, what's in store for me? I had bigger things going on, and I feel like I was using this relationship as a distraction. And then now when I realized, oh shit, this is going, I think that's when reality hit me, and I was like, I was going to do anything to make it work. Even if the relationship was wrong, I was going to do anything to make it work, because now at that point, I was depending on him for my happiness. And I also feel like with my previous friendship my previous friendship was really horrible it was bad it was bad it was it was bad it was bad i would you know it was those ones of you're waking up you're being objectified it was those ones you're sitting with people who are disrespectful you're sitting with people who would just say anything up their ass bro anything up their ass like it was crazy it was crazy and i was just depending on it because i didn't know how to be alone and because then again, the reality hits that if I have to be alone, bro, the voices in my head will win. So I needed people around me. I was using, you know, the people I had at the time as my friends thinking, oh, you know, they're the distraction I need and stuff like that. So then we, we did break up. We ended up breaking up and 
you know, let me tell you one thing about the gut. One thing about the gut feeling, it never lies. Because was it even 24 hours? He posted her the next day. They posted each other the next day. And I was like, damn, she kind of fly though. <laughs> Not going to deny it. Not going to deny it. You know, the worst thing is when the other girl is actually bad. Like, she was bad. Like, why am I saying what she is? She's bad. I was like, oh. You know, if he was going to do it with someone else, I would have been like, eh. She's bad. She looks <laughs> Now, tell me why, even in the midst of him being in this, this is how you know you have a problem. In the midst of him being in this relationship, yeah, he would still text me, checking up on me and all that stuff. And I would still be so hopeful thinking, oh, damn, you know, he's still my man. He's just doing what he needs to do. <laughs> idiot. It's giving idiot. It's giving idiot. It's giving, it's giving, bruh. When I'm telling you guys, like every time I'm telling you guys that I'm doing so much to be better for myself, these are the small things that I mean. Because when I look, when I sit down, when I really think about this relationship, when I actually went to therapy, now the second time, the second time we broke up, I don't even want to tell that story when we got back together. Um, that one was horrible. That one was bad. And the relationship was horrible. It ended horribly have you ever just wanted to break up with someone the first time that you broke up because at least then i didn't hate you because now i hate you so that one was horrible we got into like a fight and everything like it became physical and stuff like that because you know men be men he broke my phone because he thought i was cheating you know people who always cheat always think now the other person is cheating and it was it was just bad it was just bad and you know he was blaming me for things that Things have just went there. He broke my phone. And let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. One thing about me is I will walk out the door. But another thing about me is I will call you back and say sorry, sorry jokes. Because <laughs> what is wrong with me? The second time we broke up is um, there was a lot of things going on. But I feel like. I feel like he was using that as an excuse. He was like, oh, you know, I feel like you're cheating on me and stuff like that. And one time we were just in the house chilling and then he got really high. And then that happened. And, you know, then he broke my phone. And, bruh, it's crazy that we still got back together for, like, a month after that. And then it also still ended horribly. Now, the last one was the worst one. The one I can't even tell you guys the story. But so then he broke my phone because he thought I was cheating and stuff like that. And, you know, I left. And I still got home and I called him and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's when I started realizing well not then it's now when i was explaining the story to my therapist when i realized oh every time i realize it's gone the you know um every time i realize my crutch because let me say he was my crutch and that's a bad thing you should never ever date someone knowing that they're your crutch or even if you start feeling the signs like when someone is your crutch it's not it's not good like it's it's not good it's not healthy and that's what i was doing because at the time mind you i'm also at a bad place mentally so i feel like after when you do such things now when the relationship ends it's like you're in a bad place times two because already you weren't okay mentally now you've done something else to disrupt your mental peace again that's double homicide my bro <laughs> that's double homicide and I also feel like he also knew it was a bad relationship. And I feel like he used to just think, what name cheesy nini? Like, she's just going through this. But anyway, at the time, me, the Lulu, I was happy. You know, quote unquote, I was happy. So, 
one of my biggest eye openers was the fact that you know in this relationship um my happiness fully depended on him and that's that's a serious red flag i feel like even as a guy when you're dating a babe and you see stuff like that you see her happiness is just depending on you like she doesn't have anything else going on <laughs> you're the one the source of joy but that's a red flag and it doesn't mean she's a bad person but it's not it's not good dating when you're not mentally stable dating when you're not stable in any way i feel like dating when you're not mentally stable is not good dating when you're not financially stable is not good like you know like you just bruh the one thing before you get into a relationship stability always always whether it's mentally financially otherwise just don't do it don't do it because i feel like you sink yourself more like you're already sunken but now you're just sinking yourself more because so you know um i feel like at that time i was just floating through life no thoughts about my mental health um no thoughts about you know no thoughts about my mental health and it took me so long to pick myself up after that relationship that's when i started going to therapy um because now when the when the actual breakup happened and there was other things in between that i don't want to discuss on the podcast but when that happened i feel like i was really really broken and at some point i even feel like i I, um how do i say i got suicidal i said i was i was ready to end it all like i was ready to end it all i was like you know what's the point of living what's the point of living so then i started going to therapy because bro let me tell you my nights my nights were dark like i was going through the motions for real for real have you ever made it through something i do nashanga like i'm i'm shocked till today who would have thought i would be here bro so then i i used to go to therapy um but i used to go to therapy in more of a to help my career or whatever visions i had so now i started going to therapy because i felt like on top of that my mental was in the pits so i started going to therapy also for my mental now and you know um my first step because uh, i really needed someone to pull me out a bit i did the groundwork for myself but i feel like therapy normally you have someone to just hold you kidogo like therapy doesn't at your hundred percent heal you especially when you're going through stuff mentally therapy is just therapy is like another crutch by the way but a good kind of crutch <laughs> it's just to help you get back up like kusmama to kiasi and then now from there you have to do the entire thing for yourself like you now have to realize this and this and this i feel like therapy just helps you come to their awareness and then once you come to the awareness you're the one who has to pick yourself up seriously by you know maintaining the discipline of not accepting what um took you to that not accepting the not being okay with the decisions you make because sometimes i feel like it's your own decision making that has you in these holes like if you are very serious about the things that you do and you allow you wouldn't be in these holes so therapy kind of helps you point those out and helps you stop those habits like drop those habits and i always say i can't entirely blame him because i wasn't right either getting into a relationship at that state and also all those things but then i feel like the fact that 
that end of that relationship pushed me towards therapy and helping me pick myself up you know it's also helped me work so much on my anger because let me tell you the time that relationship ended i feel like even before prior i did have that anger because there were certain things as well as when i started going to therapy like childhood things like i would end up saying stuff that i didn't even know bothered me you know how like when you start talking you just keep on talking you know that thing of humans always tell on themselves so i was going to therapy i I would start talking about one thing i would start talking about another thing and i'd be like oh shit i didn't even know that i didn't even know that triggered me or that bothered me so that's what therapy did to me it helped me realize those things i worked on my anger worked on getting back to meditating you know like therapy just helps you reflect and get back and pay attention to like your decision making and stuff like that so you know so therapy helped me not repeat my bad habits and for like right now you know like when you sit down and you reflect, you also decide to take a break from certain things. And I did, like I said, um, on the previous episode when I said I miss my ex, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I did not mean it like that. I am in no place at all right now of even thinking of being in a relationship, of being with someone, even a situationship, even just allowing someone in my space. I don't feel like I'm, I'm there yet. Like... I feel like right now, right now, I'm just fully 100% on taking care of myself. Because even when I went back to therapy, one of the main reasons actually in my previous friendship, why I backed off completely was I was also saying things in therapy. I didn't even know. I didn't know I had that much resentment towards them at the time. Like I was in the friendship, yes. Just for that one of I didn't want to be alone because you know that group mentality thing. Because if you know me, you know I'm I'm a very shy person, and for the longest time I did need those people around me to you know whenever I'd go somewhere, someone would invite me somewhere, I would tell them, and you know I would tell at the time my best friend, and he would take me places and stuff like that because I was like, oh, he's the confident one in the room, so at least you know if I go with him, then he makes me look good. And, you know, but then also I was ignoring all the bad things that would be done to me at the same time. So, you know, therapy just helped me with a lot when it comes to relationships eh, relationships and friendships. So, at the time, bruh, you can imagine at the time, but I lost my best friend and I also lost a nigga that I really liked. So, yeah. Yeah. So right now, I feel like I've just been taking that break of getting to know myself, getting to understand myself. Also, I feel like the longer that I've been single, because this is the longest I've, yeah, this is actually the longest I've been single. This is the longest time I have not been anyone's girlfriend. I've been taking the time and I've just been seeing how there's so many things that I used to accept in the past in relationships that I would just let slide, even in friendships. The things I would just let slide because then I was like, you know what? But Mm, no there are certain things that are just not okay and you should not let slide and i feel like that's what taking a break has done for me like for me being single has been really helpful as well as um also maintaining my celibacy journey i always say this and people always think i'm lying but let me tell you when you are single for a long time 
there's one thing that comes with it and it's sexual discipline because then you start looking at the things that people allow and the things that you used to allow because for one i actually got into my celibacy journey the first time when i broke up and no when i broke up with my ex because at the time when i was crashing and i was going through it i ended up having a body a body that i regret and I always say there's nothing horrible like fucking with a loser. Like when you sit down and you look at this nigga after post not clarity and you just know this is not the nigga that you would ever, ever let touch you. Bruh. If you are okay, bruh. that thing is very humbling. That shit is very humbling. So that happened to me and I swore to never, ever, ever, ever. Bro, that shit humbled me so bad. And I sort to never ever do that again. So I feel like also being single has also need encouraged my celibacy journey as well. Because right now, it's it's never anyone I would just look at and be like, you know, I want to go there with you. So and I feel like sexual discipline is such a great thing to have. It's a great thing to be picky with people who you decide to sleep with. It's It's very important. When you fully take care of yourself, there's certain things that you just don't allow in your life anymore. It's just not acceptable. There's certain things that I can't do anymore. I'll spot it and I'll just leave. Like, you know, like if I spot something in a friendship uh, and I don't like it, I'll just leave. Because right now, I've also gotten to a place where I'm comfortable with just being by myself. Before, I feel like I had that car group mentality and I really did need people as my crutch. But now going through everything and just taking care of myself and you know pulling myself out of those bad habits that i had it's a lot different right now it's a lot different for both romantic relationships and just normal friendships i feel like low moments when you've been when you've been through a low moment and you pick yourself up as in there's no way there's no way unakubali kurudi there's no way when you if you've been through a low moment and you had to do the work of picking yourself up, there's just certain things that you wouldn't allow. You're going to realize the patterns. You're going to realize the things that are taking you back there and you just you stop it so fast. For me, I realized I had a pattern with both my friendships and relationships. I depended on people. I depended on having a friend group. I depended on my partner to make me whole. And I had to quit that pattern by getting out of my comfort zone and retraining my brain. I had to get comfortable with being by myself. You know, there are certain things I couldn't even do. I couldn't even go to the cinema alone, bro. Because, you know, movie, we're talking about like watch your movie. But if my homies are not going, I can't do it because I can't. and now I can do that. Now I take myself out on dates. Like nine times out of ten when you see me posting meals on my IG, I've taken myself out to eat. Like I'm just at a restaurant by myself. I'll probably carry my favorite book or nine times out of ten I'll be at the restaurant listening to a podcast and I'm just chilling and I just eat and then I leave. Like those are the small things that I couldn't even do before. And you know how small that is? Just going to the cinema, just going to eat by yourself. I couldn't do that. Like, you know. And so, yeah, right now I feel like I'm not having any thoughts of a relationship at all. At all. I feel like I'm just more focused on fixing myself and packing things, doing better for me. I feel like until I 100% fully feel like there is no way I can go back to those habits to those habits that would take me to the dark hole is when maybe now I can start considering dating and stuff like that. 
And with my friendships, I don't just allow anyone in my space anymore. The people that stay are the people that care for me the same way I care for them. I feel like I notice any funny business. And it's not beef, but I'll just stay away from you. Like, my goal is to 100% to be about me. Because at the end of the day, you need to remember people are also so selfish. Like, people are really selfish. So you need to be selfish too, for your sake and for your mental sake. Um... So I feel like my plan now is just to be the best version of myself. You know, I fully believe in the whole thing of you attract what Well, I partially believe it because also I feel like you also attract what... What was this? There was this saying of when you are a healed person, you attract damaged people because because they crave that healing so that's why you attract damaged people when you're a healed person but i also do believe in the whole um you attract what you are and i feel like when you're just at a good mental place you're going to attract good things it's like i don't know if you guys feel it like when you wake up in a good mood or you're just feeling positive and any like everything goes positive you just get good news even the emails become good news. Even the news become... I mean, it's not all the time. Because also sometimes when you're going through shit, you can get like a positive message and stuff like that. But I usually feel like whenever um, you're just in a good place, it's like good keeps on coming back to you. It's like when you're giving the universe positive vibes, the universe gives you positive vibes back. So I usually feel like that. So right now, the goal is just to be the best version of myself. 100% like I'm not going to start being the best version of myself and then I start getting caught up in something else and then now I'm back to step one again and I feel like that's what a relationship would do to me right now because can you imagine if I pick the wrong guy right now to start dating right now or the wrong guy to start having feelings for even the wrong situationship I don't know how you guys do my sneaky links you no know, those things hold you back um I feel like if I pick the wrong guy right now and then he what he ends up hurting my feelings or whatever or you know it just ends up ending horribly then we're back to step 1 again you know like I want to just fully be the best version of myself right now like I want to see what that's like cuz I've never seen what that's like so yeah anyway that's just that's just me and that's how I'm taking care of me right now until the time you know something comes to me anyway um yeah that was the episode but before i end before i end the episode um earlier this week earlier this week and like last weekend there was so much i don't know if you guys noticed there was so much death like literally i got on socials and there were six different people who posted six different rips and bruh i don't know but i feel like death first of all rip um but I also feel like death motivates me. I don't know. It has me thinking of how life can stop at any minute. And, you know, life can just stop any minute. And I feel like it motivates me to get out of my comfort zone. Do the things that, do the things that you are scared to do. Like, make the best of right now. I don't know. I feel like make the best of right now. And I feel like you, you know... Just do what you need to do. I don't know if I'm making... I don't know if anyone else normally feels like that. But I usually feel like very motivated to to live life to the fullest. Because what happens tomorrow or what happens in the next hour. You know, you could also die in the next hour. In the next... I don't know. I usually feel like just make sure you're doing good for you. Make sure you're doing good for you 100%. If you're taking out right now... 
you went out knowing you did the best for you you had the blast for you you did you know whatever i don't know but i usually feel like that just motivates me like that it usually has me feeling like damn i should be going so hard for myself like i should be doing more for myself like i'm already doing some for myself i should be doing way more for myself anyway um i guess that's the end of the episode guys until next time if you want to reach me or speak to me i finally got the the instagram page for you better ask somebody um so if you want to reach me or talk to me you can dm me at glowful underscore on instagram glow underscore full on twitter you better ask somebody underscore on instagram and subscribe to you better ask somebody podcast on youtube until next time guys bye